Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting edition of Monday Motivation. Hi everyone, this is Rabbi Garfinkel of Project 613 here in Chicago with a live studio audience. Oh yeah, I'm turning down the volume. That was loud. All right, an exciting live studio audience on this beautiful fourth night and day of Hanukkah. I hope everyone has been plugging in, lighting their Hanukkiot, and eating lots of jelly donuts and latkes, all the oily foods in honor of the miracle of the oil. And I have to say, I, I hope everyone as well has been following the dramatic scenes of what is coming out of Gaza. You have the modern army of the Jewish people fighting a war of survival against an enemy, hearkening back very, very similarly, literally in our prayers and on the wars, we're thanking God for the wars, just as it happened in those days, and you see the Israeli soldiers who are in Gaza fighting an existential battle of life and death for the Jewish people in Israel, and they are lighting their menorahs. They're lighting the menorahs. They, 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 they get it. They know why they're fighting. They have a purpose. They have a unity. And it's not just, you know, you know, brothers in arms and the camaraderie. They are fighting with a divine purpose. They are the soldiers of the Jewish people. They are emissaries of every single Jew on planet Earth, if every single Jew on planet Earth recognizes that or not. And thankfully, many, many, and even most do recognize that. And you see these soldiers who are now saying the blessings that we've said for over 2,200 years of Hanukkah, now today in their military uniforms, giving of their lives, risking their lives for us, for the land of Israel, for us to continue to keep the Torah in Israel, for us to live a meaningful, significant, spiritual life in Israel and around the world. And that is the greatest fulfillment of Hanukkah. They're not just going in there like warriors saying, we are stronger than you and we're going to beat you up. They are coming and they're lighting the menorah, which is the symbol of the recognition that it was not the might of the warrior that won. It was the blessing of the Almighty that allows the warrior to win. And therefore, they're fulfilling the essence of Hanukkah, the essence of Hanukkah, by lighting those menorahs in Gaza. So, so special. Okay, so that, that I hope everyone is, is tracking. And 
there is something uh, very special about the two miracles. Uh, here's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to talk about the two miracles. We're going to share some exciting biology here tonight. My family is super excited. They have all done their best to convince me not to discuss this tonight. However, I will I will give a, uh, <laughs> a good and clean version of what the biology we will discuss and then use those pipes, those biological pipes, and contrast them maybe with some home pipes. And then we will connect all the different types of miracles. And I fundamentally believe that this podcast, if you assimilate it and maybe listen to it not once but twice, it will be life-changing. It will be life-changing because we're going to present in this podcast a fundamentally different way of looking at life. It is the Torah way of looking at life, of looking at nature, of looking at things that just happen, right? And here we go. All right, so the story begins with a visit to the doctor many months ago. And he said, Rabbi. And I said, Doctor. And he said, Rabbi. And I said, Doctor. And he um, notified me that the standard medical protocol for anyone above 45 is now to get a... Many of you know this. Many of you, you're waiting for this, right? A colonoscopy. Oh, yes, tis the season. Oh, sorry, mixed metaphor over there. Yes, to get a colonoscopy. A colonoscopy to check one's colon, a major part of the large intestine, to make sure that there are no polyps, precancer cells, etc. And it is standard procedure now. Well, needless to say, I was not thrilled by this prospect. I did everything I could to get out of it. Uh, I even asked my rabbi if I could get out of it, and he said, Garfinkel, you're gonna, it'll be fine. You got to do it. Doctor says you got to do it. Okay, so no leniencies from the rabbis over there. And we had the colonoscopy last week. Okay, um, as many people had said, the pregame of this colonoscopy uh, is almost worse than the actual thing. They literally give you a gallon container. I should, do you really want to know this? Of liquids to drink. Let's just say to Roto-Rooter the pipes. Okay, anyway, and we come back and everything, thank God, everything went well. And they send you home with pictures. Now, I was going to have the pictures of my spotless, clean, <laughs> colon as the front image of Monday motivation. But due to the protestations of those with cooler minds than I, I acquiesced and we went with a different um, image. But what I was struck with, and I am laughing about this, but really, it's really unbelievable. What I was struck by this was looking at these pipes with curves and folds and flaps and for 50 years, five, zero years. Yes, I had a whole podcast about my 50th birthday. I'm actually closer to my 51st than my 50th. 
then my 50th. For 50 years, these pipes, thank God, Baruch Hashem, thank the Almighty, Bli Ayin Hara, have been working perfectly. 50 years, 50 years. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, the pipes in, 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 the, in my house, okay, the pipes leading to my house to the street, the, the, the pipes in the ground, the water, the sewer pipes, okay, so maybe that they will last longer, maybe they're up to 70 years, who knows, I don't know, okay, we're going to get to some pipe work that we had done in our house, but, but those are just regular pipes, those are just metal or lead or now PVC pipe, they just have things go through them, these pipes, the colon is a dynamic organ of your body, reabsorbing nutrients, vitamins, and liquids, moderating how we expel the waste of our digestive system. This is a crucial organ. And it's, I mean, who tells it how to do it? Let me ask you a question. If you had to sit down today and write instructions for your colon, how to function, could you write a code? Could you write a code? Could you get the most advanced computer programming team on planet Earth to write a code to tell your colon how to work? And 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 it just works. Well, the answer is obviously no. They wouldn't even know where to start. How would you how would you give instructions for your code? But your body just does it. And we we just assume that it's always gonna work. And when do we notice it? When it doesn't work. The body is like the ultimate pilot. We take his services for granted, except when things go wrong. And then we throw ourselves a pity party. Why do bad things happen to good people? But what happened to the umpteen years of your pipes working? Very complicated procedures. And, and what they're actually doing, reabsorbing. And the whole macrobiotic, the biot probiotic, all this stuff, trillions of bacteria in there and everything, the, the body, the symbiotic relation, things going on is so complex beyond belief. And yet we count on it not only every day, not only every hour, but every minute, every second it is functioning if we're awake or asleep. So is that just nature? Is that just natural? Well, obviously, there are 8 billion people on planet Earth and most, almost all colons work almost all of the time. And you'll say, but there are diseases. Yes, there are diseases, but they are the vast exception to the rule. They're the vast exception to the rule. And in fact, the rabbis point out that those sicknesses, those exceptions to the rule are there to remind us of how pristinely it does work for most of the people and most of the time to indicate us how miraculous it is. Okay, so why am I getting all excited about pipes? Because we've had some pipe issues <laughs> this past summer. All of a sudden, um, we had this black volcanic gook come up from our basement and after countless... Uh, well, it was uh, countless dollars, but aside from that, um, just unbelievable stress of tearing up the concrete in front of our house and making an entire new pipe structure from our basement out to the street was unbelievable. That was one pipe. 
one pipe, a very rudimentary pipe goes wrong and the entire functioning, the liquid functioning of the home had to stop. One pipe. Do you know how many millions, billions of pipes we have in our body beyond the colon? If you include blood vessels, capillaries, trillions of pipes. We have trillions of pipes. And if one of them would get stopped up or blocked, game over. Game over. What's a stroke, right? God forbid in the brain, a blockage or a burst pipe in the brain, an aneurysm, God forbid. And we and and we don't we couldn't even write instructions for it, and we count on them every second. And most people will say, well, that's just mother nature. That's good old mother nature. Well, I haven't met mother nature, but if I would give her a name, I would give her the name Hashem, God. Because just because science can explain how these pipes technically function, they don't know why they function. They don't know why these processes keep going. Well, the DNA does this, but why? Why does the DNA do that? Why, did, why are all of these processes regulated automatically by your body how does it work with you why does it work and that's the ultimate question that science doesn't ask and so therefore with that background i'd like to discuss the two great miracles of the hanukkah story and how we celebrate hanukkah and then we're going to get to some from some holy pipes to some holy lights. All right, so there are two major miracles of the Hanukkah story. The two miracles are, all right, people are gonna say, obviously, the miracle of the oil, 100%. One uh, flask of oil lasting that should have lasted for one night, lasting eight nights, is truly remarkable and special and unbelievable. And clearly breaks the laws of nature. The best meme or you know image that we've all seen of that is a cell phone with you know 10% left and it lasts eight days. Right? Everyone knows that a cell phone with 10% doesn't last for eight days. It's only supposed to last for a little bit. So we, if we can understand that about a cell phone, we can understand that with the oil to last for eight days is clearly breaking the laws of nature. Fine. The second major miracle and the one that we needed the most was the military miracle you're talking about a ragtag tag group of talmudic scholars defeating the greek army and i always say this this is like you know the army of costa rica you know defeating the american army right and then one year i actually said it i might have said this even last week but it's just so funny right i had a girl in the class she was from costa rica she started cracking up I'm like why are you laughing she's like costa rica doesn't have an army <laughs> and i said exactly that's exactly right it's exactly right it's like literally like a nation that does not have have an army uh, defeating the united states okay and so but how are we going to view that victory at the time, everyone knew it was miraculous. No questions whatsoever. There was no, no questions whatsoever. That was miraculous victory. But after time passes, if we would have 
left it at the victory. If God would have only had the military victory, we would have forgot pretty quickly. We would have forgotten that it was God who allowed us to win the war and we would have devolved into what is called that my own might and my own strength did this for me. We are very strong. We would uh, be able to defeat any army. No, no, you wouldn't. No, no. This was a miracle that you beat the Greeks and it was heaven sent. And so therefore God made the miracle of the oil to teach us how to appreciate the miracle of the battle. That really the miracle that breaks the laws of nature is indicating that something that goes along the regular pathway of nature is also miraculous. Okay, here the thesis. The miracle that breaks the laws of nature indicates to us that God's running of the world through the laws of nature is also miraculous. It is what we call a hidden miracle. And so therefore, why was I so blown away by these pipes that were working for 50 years and God willing another 70 years to 120 is because they are the hidden miracle. They're equivalent to the battle. And the battle, you could say, oh, we had home field advantage. We had a desire to fight. We knew the pathways. We were fighting for our religious existence. There were many reasons why you could justify why the Maccabees won naturally and overlook the fact that it was all divine. And so too with our own bodies. We could just say, yeah, that's just the body. It's just Mother Nature who takes care of us. And we could miss the whole point of the miracle of our bodies. And we could miss the whole point of the miracles of Hanukkah. Because Hanukkah is here to teach us that the Almighty is doing miracles for us in every day, in every minute, in every second of our lives. And there is no such thing as regular. There's no such thing as the laws of nature. Mother nature is a myth. It's all Hashem. Whenever you hear Mother Nature, just replace it. It's Hashem, it's God. Because that is the ultimate force that makes everything run. And so when we see these soldiers going in to Gaza, fighting for our lives, for our people, for our Torah, for our land, and they're lighting the Chanukiah and they're lighting the menorah, they get it. They get it. It's they're the ones in the uniforms and they're the ones pulling the triggers. But when they light those Hanukkah menorahs, they know that it is the Almighty who brings their success. It is the Almighty who was with our people then and He is with our people today. And that is how we live a meaningful life every minute and second of the day to realize that we take nothing for granted and the colon is just one part of the body. Don't even talk about the brain, eyesight, the ears, muscles, anything. And in fact, the rabbis were in tune with this. And they wanted to heighten our awareness that our body is miraculous. And there's a blessing that we say after we go to the bathroom called Asher Yatsar, which is truly an incredible blessing that gives thanks 
for the fact that we can go to the restroom and it's successful. There are trillions of things that need to happen every time we process food from the time we eat it to the time our body extracts all of the amazing nutrients in the food to the time we expel it from our bodies. It's a miraculous process and the rabbis fixed an unbelievable blessing to heighten our awareness so that we would not be like those who say, you know, it is my body, you know, it is the strength of my body that works and does it. No, it is the kindness of the Almighty that allows our bodies to work. And if we inculcate and internalize this idea, we go through life with such a joy, recognizing the Almighty is with us, acting miraculously for us every second of the day, and He's with us, and He's taking care of us. And God willing, we will inculcate this message, this Hanukkah, as we look at those lights, they are the template to teach us how to view the rest of our lives. That the miraculous, the open miracles that break the laws of nature will teach us that God is the one who is working behind the scenes within the laws of nature. So God bless. Have an amazing Hanukkah. And may we see miracles in our own pipes and in our own lights. And may God bless all of those valiant soldiers of Israel. Have a great week, great Hanukkah, and we'll see you again right back here next week for another exciting edition of Monday Motivation.